0: what is up wrestling fans welcome to episode number 522 of the smart Cat moment smack talk podcast hot tags of the week where we'll be breaking down some of the current events rumors news gossip and other things that have happened in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days that we feel like talking about who are we i'm Russ as always tony mango and joining me as always is robert E. felice
1: tony tony so how we doing pal week Hot tags, first one we've done together in well over a month. How yeah, are you? it
0: is the first hot tags in a while with the two of us, right? Yeah, I forgot yeah. that we did do that last week. Uh I, yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's not <laughs> that's you it. there you go <laughs>
0: see ya uh, you know the square by now hit the subscribe button leave your comments below tell us your thoughts on what we talk about here hit the like button hit the applause button if you want to help us out on that way or the thanks button I think it's thanks now I just keep forgetting the check it's whatever it is this little dollar sign thing it should be a little you know piggy you bank you shouldn't be...
1: bother hitting the dislike button
0: no definitely not that it doesn't matter
1: way. anymore because you can't even see it so you can't troll Ha. <laughs>
0: Yeah, take that, all the people that are mad at those commentary tracks where they're like,
1: this isn't Pokemon the movie, the movie,
0: it's the <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how you all talk.
1: <laughs> you know it's true.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't you. know, whatever your name is, guy. <laughs> but no, all of you listening, you're great. That's why you are listening. That makes you great. It's part of those uh, You get greatness points every time you listen to a podcast. So, That's you know, sad. if you listen to this full one, you get extra greatest points. And if you donate to the Patreon or if you pick up some merchandise on TeePublic, Red Bubble, which at this point now, every design for Redbubble, for instance, is available for all the different products because it took me a long time to get that all settled where you can get like uh, hats now and stuff. The only ones that you can't buy are some of the ones that are considered mature designs where, like, uh, the fuck that guy club, for instance, they don't let me put that on kids' shirts or, like, uh, fitted masks, I think. It's, it's, like, some of those things are like, oh, we don't want you to be able to have anything that's considered, like, a mature thing. So if it's got, like, a curse word on it or whatever, you can't get it in, like, um you know, a baby's onesie can't say, you know, something uh, awful or whatever.
1: But now, while a baby's onesie can't say fuck that guy. I can definitely say... Heck,
0: that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make that design, though. But yeah. that's uh, the tea Public for that stuff, the Red Bubble for that stuff. And the same thing when it comes to Fanboys Anonymous and A Mango Tees. So if you're interested in picking stuff up like that, then go ahead and do that. Plugs uh, out of the way. Yeah, done. You know them by now. Um, so let's just get into some of these things. Let's talk about Big Swole. Yeah, uh, let's she, talk about Big
1: Swole.
0: She's leaving, or she has already left, I should say, AEW. She is one of the very few people that have been employed by AEW that are no longer employed by AEW. It's a massive difference when you look at the list on smartcamma.com of the roster page. When it comes to the WWE page, where this is a long list of released from WWE in 2021 versus released from AEW in 2021, which is, according to my best calculations, four people. Austin right. Kong, Big Swole, Ivelisse, and Shana,
1: And some of those, I'm not sure if they ever got the full, like, graphic treatment, like Big Swole. Big Swole's the first to be released just, like, mutually, like, hey, let's part ways here. Instead of it being, like, hey, there's travel issues, or hey, mm-hmm. COVID, or hey, speaking out.
0: Where why did you know sell for Thunder Rosa?
1: <laughs> or or problematic issues of some regard, like Big Swole's the first. So it's it's interesting and I'm it's gonna be curious to see who else falls in that category, if anyone else, you know, and we'll we'll keep you posted. But I'm interested to see where she goes. I think she was great throughout her time in AEW. I think she could have gotten a little bit better. Perhaps she goes away, you know, and finds herself and finds even more charisma and even more energy and comes back and it's better than ever. I don't
0: know, of course, for sure, but I'm kind of assuming that her health issues have something to do with this because she's well documented to to have that be something that's stopped her from wrestling more active. So maybe it just became a little bit too much to handle. And
1: Yeah, she does have Crohn's. Right. Or and she was battling that. And honestly, we don't know. And I hope that's not the case. Cause I just, I wouldn't want yeah. her to be struggling, but we'll see, you know, and more power to her. I hope nothing but the best for her moving forward.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we get to see her back either in AEW or wrestling elsewhere, maybe in WWE. I don't know. Uh, at some point soon down the line, but she is a rare instance of somebody leaving AEW yet. We still have another person who's leaving WWE. <laughs> And that's uh well, yeah, I guess technically not necessarily leaving WWE, but Beth Phoenix has said that War Games is going to be her last time on NXT commentary. She has said she's going to remain in WWE, but she didn't say in what capacity. And I'm assuming what's happening here is she's sticking around, technically speaking, as like an ambassador, and that they plan on doing Edge and Beth against Miz and Maurice for day one. And then, at that point, we probably I think, won't see back. I think
1: they do the Rumble. Because I think Edge and Miz should get a one-on-one match.
0: Do the one match at day one, and then do the... And then tag do the yet, Royal Rumble. Rumble. I can see that. Or, yeah. or,
1: or, or... Go to Saudi. And do it there. You know?
0: Well, they didn't confirm when Super Showdown's happening, right?
1: Listen, pal. You know and I know that they're going to Saudi. At some point, and they can do
0: February or March, but yeah, because it kind of seems like they took Elimination Chamber out of the mix. So is that just going to be? So they want to do Super Showdown, and they're going to have the greatest Elimination Chamber or something? You know.
1: Either way, I do want to ask you because, like, she's leaving NXT. Do you think it's another case of hey, it's up the Black and Gold brand? I signed on for the Black and Gold brand. I'm out. Peace.
0: I could see that being the case, yeah. She says that she wants to spend more time with her family, but... I yeah. It could be another, you know, that it could just be one of the reasons why. It's like, well, I want to spend more time with my family. Also, fuck this job. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And whatever it is, she was alright on commentary. I didn't, you know, think that she was offensive or anything, so... Kudos to her. I hope she's back at it again someday. I like
0: Beth. Uh, She's not my favorite commentator by any means, but yeah, I like having her different vibe compared to uh, Vic and Wade. And I'm assuming it's just going to be Vic and Wade going forward, but maybe they try somebody else out. That's always interesting to see if somebody else is going to fill the void.
1: Shout out to Denise Salcedo, who is going to be the special guest on the pre-show this weekend. She's cool people, and
0: I'm glad that she's getting this opportunity.
1: Cool. Shout
0: out to her. Um, yeah, so Beth is leaving NXT. We don't know if that means she's going to eventually leave WWE in the near future or if that means that she's just going to be in some kind of backstage role or whatever it is. I'm assuming, of course, backstage role wouldn't be something that would be a regular thing anyway because if she does want to spend more time with her kids, she's not going to be traveling around. But uh, where do they live again? By the edge? Uh,
1: Asheville, North Carolina.
0: North Carolina, so it's not too far from. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know the uh, fucking travel distance. What am I talking about? I'm somebody who doesn't know like streets around. You know? Yeah. So, uh, that's something that's going on right now. Something else that I'm very confused about. This is something we've actually mentioned a few times in one way or another. With all these releases that have been happening, we've been kind of curious what's happening with Elias because it seems very strange that Elias just disappeared and we've heard nothing for months about this character that's supposed to be rehashed and, uh, you know, rejuvenated in some fashion and nothing has happened.
1: So it's been
0: very curious why they didn't just release him if uh, they don't see anything going on. And Sir, he
1: died. I want. To, he died. And the character, didn't see him talking to his own grave. Well, that was
0: the thing. Was the last thing we had seen was uh, Elias is dead. Long live Elias. And there's been conflicting reports coming out the past few days that said, on the one side it said there was never any plan for what to do after that. Another thing said they were going to repackage him and Vince vetoed what he saw because it looked too much like Macho Man Randy Savage because he would have had like colorful gear. And then another thing that said that report about the Macho Man stuff is total bullshit. He's gotten a haircut and everything since then. So I of course don't know which stuff to believe. You got to take all this with a green salt as it is anyway, but it just kind of brings everything into question again. What is going on with Elias? Why have they still not figured anything out to do with this guy? And if they haven't figured it I out... I
1: think I think they had an idea. Uh, the right hand didn't talk to the left, and it got vetoed. And now they don't have an idea, and he's sitting in the ether.
0: And it's just like, out of sight, out of mind? Yep. It's probably what's happening. But then, even then... I kind of wonder why isn't Nikon trying to pitch, well, if we're not doing anything with him, why don't we release him? You know, not that I wish it on him, of course, by any means, but it's just when they've had so many people like the hit row situation where it's like, okay, we're actively telling the merchandise crew, be ready for these guys. And then you fire them and you've got, you know, this bear cat Keith Lee idea. Then they're not out of sight, out of mind.
1: So, maybe with Elias, it's like, hey, you're one of ours, and we can still mold you. You're not like, an indie guy.
0: It's just like that indie bias. Yeah. Watch out, Indy Hartwell. <laughs> that's maybe it's our middle name, Indie Bias Hartwell.
1: <laughs> Do you never know that? Well, it's Indie Bias Hartwell Loomis now, today.
0: Well, I'm listening to say it indie. Uh, would it, would well, it
1: be no, indie- it's indie bias Hartwell wrestling Lewis.
0: I'm right. there you go. I was like wait a minute the Gregana family christened her uh, indie wrestling so <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't know I mean maybe this is just total bullshit on all fronts and maybe they do have something with Elias planned and it's just that we you know they're planning on starting that at the Royal Rumble or something or maybe there's some truth to any of these things I don't know but this is the first time I've heard of anything with Elias in a while, so I figured I'd throw that on the hot tags. Um, let's go to the PWI Tag Team 50. It is uh, headed up this time with the Young Bucks, ranking number one, which makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fair. They've been champions for such a long time, and they have great matches. And WWE doesn't believe in tag teams, so obviously you're going to go with this top tag team in AEW, and this year it was the Young Bucks.
0: And so far, the only ones that we've, we have know at this moment are the top five. Uh, number five is ALK. Do you know them? ALK? ALK. ALK. Nope.
1: Not a single never, clue in the world.
0: Never heard of them at all. Uh, then there is... Number four is The Usos. Okay. Makes sense. Number three is Dangerous Techers.
1: That is Taichi and... Zack Sabre Jr.
0: Huh. Never heard of that tag team.
1: Yes, you have. We watched them together. Shout out to the people at the Dark Cast here. Well, they're uh,
0: called Dangerous Techers? Yep. Oh, well, then I guess I have heard of them.
1: <laughs> You've heard of them. You just didn't know the name.
0: And number two is Luch Bros.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Right? Like, I guess... I'm trying to think of who else from AEW I would have put.
0: I don't know if I'd put another tag team above them, other than the Young Bucks. So I guess it makes sense. It does make sense that there are only uh, the Usos are the only ones in the WWE for the top five.
1: What about the women? I guess it was dominated by Nia and Shayna all year, so not yeah, that
0: they certainly do not deserve to be in the top five. <laughs> they might be in the top fifty. I don't know.
1: Um. Yeah, I guess tag team wrestling is only cool if you're in
0: uh, a company outside of WWE,
1: or mostly just AEW at this point.
0: I'm sure that you know there's plenty other ones in like um. There's probably a good t- couple tag teams in like Impact and whatnot. You know,
1: I don't I, really watch but, it,
0: so I don't know. But
1: yeah, but you know what? Let's go from talking about PWI. Top 50 tag teams talking about a guy who's going to be competing for the NXT tag team championship at NXT games. Because Fightful Select has news on Kyle O'Reilly's emerging contract.
0: Ooh, what's the news?
1: So, as we know, O'Reilly is, you know, right up there with Gargano and that his contract is expiring before the end of the year. Now we're, we're told that WWE has had an interest in resigning him and has approached him about resigning same with Gargano. They did make the effort to sign Gargano for an extra week just so that he could do war games. You know, it's not known right now whether or not Gargano will remain with the company. WWE wants him to remain with the company, yeah. but at this point, you know, it's still up in the air for Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly, I think Gargano is out the door. I would hope Kyle is as well.
0: So the update is mostly that there's the still not any that, news?
1: The update is that they've at least tried to keep them, which I huh. guess, given the number of releases in recent weeks, is an actual update because they've tried.
0: How shitty would it be if WWE wants to do that just so They can kind of release them and
1: set them on ice for 90 days. Right, yeah. Like, how much you want to
0: bet that there's at least some fear on their part about that?
1: I mean, it's well deserved. Right. Especially Kyle. I mean, let's just tell the truth here you can, you have the original Undisputed Era if Kyle goes to AEW.
0: Because Roderick Strong isn't going to stick around if that's the case.
1: And Roddy's not going to stick around. In fact, Marina worked the dark tapings today.
0: Ah, well, just another sign. And we don't know what's going to happen yet for War Games, but this weekend might be another signal of Roddy not being in, uh, in the best. Yeah, spot if right Roddy
1: there. if Roddy loses, wouldn't be surprised if they're get on ice. Roddy. Look, I I'll, I'll put this out there. I want them all to go. I want the Undisputed Era to go because they're the Undisputed Era and they work well as a unit. And even though they're so tied to WWE that it might feel like when TNA tried to call the Wolfpack the band. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. Just go and figure it out. You can be probably just be Undisputed or you can be the Era or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just go. Just go and figure it out later.
0: They probably would go for something a little bit different, but the first thing that popped my mind was just calling them undisputed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right? Like, well, that's, and you can still do like the that. That's undisputed. And like the, there you go.
0: Curious if they'd be able to do that or if that's not trademarked in some way.
1: They, well, they stopped Bobby from doing it a few times on Dynamite with the caveat being like, oh, it's an inside journal. You can't do that here. But
0: you never know. Maybe they just call themselves Budge and his friends.
1: (laughs) Budge (laughs) and his buds.
0: Yeah, the Budge bunch.
1: There you go.
0: (laughs) Um, Let's switch over to another thing here. As far as if WWE is getting rid of people and all that, it seems like their philosophy has been... All over the place, but one thing that they are sticking to, and now they're doubling down on, or I guess, I don't know what the math would be, and doubling down, tripling down, quadrupling down. What what happens when you release, like, 200 people? Uh, It seems what their philosophy is right now is they're going to just recruit collegiate athletes, and they are starting this thing called the Next in Line program. That Triple H and some other people are like, oh, this is going to be a game changer. and This is going to change absolutely everything. I get the feeling. Of course, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not having these meetings. If I did, you'd be hearing more about them. And I'm sure that there would be more questions being brought up and then I'd be fired. But uh, I think what they think is Brock Lesnar is one of the only people that they actually have cared about in years. And Gable Steveson is somebody that they want to be the next Brock Lesnar. And in their mind, they're like, well, Brock and Kurt Angle and to a certain extent, Mark Henry, these guys worked out. Why don't we just get those guys and we can mold them to be pro wrestlers the way exactly that we want them to be. And that they've got this chip on their shoulder about the indie thing where if you're on the indies, you've developed this. I can tell you what's better for my career type of vibe. And they want kind of mindless drones that can do the athleticism that they can then tell how to cut a promo exactly how they want them to be.
1: Yeah. And that could very well be the thing. And I'm not, I'm not fully here for it, but I'm also not against it. If that makes sense. Like I'm all for WWE. WWE. Getting a direction. Do you understand what I mean? Like, like at I'm least if they're gonna them. do
0: this, that they, they're doing something, and then we could see if it fails or not, that kind of deal. Yeah,
1: like then we can talk in five years about what's up. And we'll wait if it failed or whatever. But until then I I don't know, I don't feel like that this is a good move because you just finally got to a place where hey, WWE is an actual place for wrestlers to go, and they're having a great time, and women are respected and being treated like athletes. And now they're back to, no, we don't want any old hags and any (laughs) short guys. And by the way, Tony Storm and Charlotte Flair feuding over Pi, which feels like a rock punchline. Uh, You know, like... I don't know, we'll see where it goes. I don't want to judge it too quickly. I'll judge it immediately. I think it's gonna
0: fail. Well how, how many people that have they've recruited over the past couple of years that have been like you know, they do the thing with it's like uh the latest people that have been signed to the WWE Performance Center, this person, you know, ran track and field at this, whatever. How many of those people have actually become something?
1: Well, there is one. And she was the biggest Deal this year, and that's Bianca Belair. Yeah,
0: she is a great example, but she's also just an amazing, amazing athlete who's passionate about doing this versus so many of them that are like, Yeah, it's not really for me, I'm just doing it for the sake of doing something else. And there's plenty, you know, there's been plenty of people that have worked out, of course. You know, Ron Simmons, go back to somebody like him, it's like. You know, they have a football so career and then they move on to the wrestling and stuff. That's not a, a new thing. It's not like it can't be done, but it's extremely rare these days, it seems, for them to take somebody and then to mold them in that way. Because even somebody like a Ron Simmons or, I mean, shit, Steve Mongo McMichael, you know, whatever it is, they didn't go through the same performance center system. And when you're making these stamped out type of people and you're trying to get them to fit this mold not everybody fits that mold and then you just tell them that they don't fit and that they need to get out of there but I don't know I mean I I just think that this is going to be something that in two or three years they're going to look back and go yeah we got nobody because the indie guys they're the ones that actually get the experience and then they know what to do that's why you have AJ Styles and Seth Rollins and you've got You know, all these people in the past, Bret Hart wasn't just some athlete that they recruited. Shawn Michaels wasn't,
1: you know. Right. But I think that they, honestly, at the first sign of an alternative where the wrestlers could go to, they're like, fuck it. Let's just do, let's find athletes, let's mold athletes, and let's be this farm for warm bodies that can get into a ring. And we can always replace.
0: I think that there's at least some bitterness of like AEW feels like the wrestling program. Yep. And I think that that's, you know, something that whether it's a subconscious thing or not, I think that Vince and company are kind of going, all right, well, then, you know what? We're going to be the entertainment company. And that they're like...
1: You know, we we can teach
0: you how to cut a promo, but we can't teach you how to be an athlete. So if we get the athlete, then half of it's done for us. Which is like, it's not that simple.
1: Here's what six micro. You got. You're reaching out to collegiate athletes, right? Right. Don't you all swear up and down every day that you're not a sport?
0: Right. That's another thing too.
1: Why are you reaching out to the drama club for the next sit line program?
0: (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anybody ever think about that? Like I thought y'all were in a sport. You've said that for so many years that like the people coming into your company believe it wholeheartedly and you know, you're fucking wrestling. (laughs) Like, uh, That's one of those things that gets to me, but we'll see how this goes.
0: Next in line, let's see if it's uh you know Shit, to the,
1: yeah. to the, the way, back of the line. Small thing. Why isn't it NXT in line?
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that. That would be great. But that's, you know, it makes sense.
1: Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> WWE no longer in the, uh, the market to, I guess, draft those indie wrestlers, but guess what else they're no longer in the market to do?
1: All right, this this might actually be the big one for us. They're not they're not selling physical media anymore, DVDs and Blu-rays.
0: So you said it, you, this might be the big story for you. I think this is long overdue. I'm somebody who has bought so many movies in my lifetime and I cannot remember the last movie that I had bought. I know for instance That it was before The Force Awakens. Because I remember telling myself. The Force Awakens will be the first movie. That I'll have bought in a while. And then I decided not to buy it.
1: (laughs) Well. I bought two this year. I bought a movie called Immigrants. That I couldn't find. On digital. So I had to buy physical. And I bought Batman Death and Family. Because it's interactive. And I wanted to do the. that makes sense but i'm gonna approach this from the eyes of someone with a 10 year old niece who is now like buying albums weekly buying cds weekly and i keep going she doesn't have a cd player what the what is she doing like physical media is making a weird comeback. I think WWE is too late for this. That it's almost lapped them to the point where you're getting rid of physical media when physical media is making a bit of a comeback. Proof, as always, that WWE is late to the party. But this is also just sad, right? Like, WWE home video just won't be a thing anymore. And You can go back to, like, the Coliseum Home Video days or, like, I know for me, WWE DVDs were, like, my first foray into history and into, you know, the legendary side of things and learning and stuff like that, like, buying the Road Warriors DVD so I could learn about the NWA and learn about the Midnight Express and learn about... You know, stuff like that. Buying the Bret Hart DVD so I could get my hands on Bret versus Owen, Bret versus Bulldog, Brett versus Diesel. You know, like the WWE DVDs hold a special place in my heart. But of course, we're in a digital age. I'm just laughing because physical shit's starting to make a comeback. Why are you only doing this now and not five years ago?
0: And I. I think that they should have stopped doing that a while ago as well. Like, um, I know that, you know, obviously there's going to be people that collect things and there's going to be people that are not into streaming and, you know, late adapters and everything else like that. But, you know, it's just so much easier. Like the network, once you created the network, I didn't think that there was really any purpose for having the DVDs if you were not going to have like any of the, you know, supplemental material, sure. But they could have uploaded that. That's the only thing that's positive about DVDs and Blu-rays to me is when you get like special features and stuff. And that should just be released elsewhere. That should be on like a, uh, you know, a YouTube page or something.
1: Like, uh, it's a weird thing, but you, you know, you have nieces and nephews too, where you're going to be like, man, remember stupid little Easter eggs, like uh, press the right arrow twice. Suddenly, it's like, oh wow, this hidden interview popped up, or this yeah. hidden promo, or like, and yeah, sure, you have like a whole thing where now you can just fuck it. You don't need that, right? But it's still really cool to think about.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Mallrats DVD has a bunch of them, and the only way that you can get access to the version of Terminator Two that I like, the the full one of that, you have to type in um, Judgment Day i like the one screen. So it's just like, I don't know. That's fun. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think I'm willing to spend 25, $30 on a Blu-ray anymore.
1: Yeah, I understand. It's
0: especially wrestling it, one, you know, like, cause it's wrestling just ones, I'm more of like, obviously I I like movies more than anything else when it comes to those things. So for me watching a movie over and over again, I can do that a lot more than watching a pro wrestling match over and over again. And I never find myself wanting to be like, okay, I'm going to rewatch an old pay-per-view. I wish I had the DVD for it.
1: So would it break you though, if you couldn't get no time to die on physical when you have all the others? I don't have specter. I see that terrible. that bother you? It used to bother
0: me that I don't have Spectre because I've got the box set for all the other Bond films. But then I was like, ah, it's Spectre. <laughs> it's not the the best one. And uh, then,
1: uh, Review to a Kill podcast, right, seriously.
0: <laughs> and just the same, uh, No Time to Die is not canon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that look i think enough time has elapsed that i can at
0: least say look the more i've sat with the ending of that movie the more i'm like eh. i kind of i would love it if like uh the, the next movie it starts off with bond waking up and he's like oh man it's almost as if i had this dream that all this other that stuff i, that I was the
1: blonde guy for a few years there <laughs>
0: And it's like, well, I'm just gonna pick up where I left off from uh the opening credits of Die Another Day before Die Another Day gets worse.
1: <laughs> oh, hold on, you can't erase the mojito. mojito? You can't do that.
0: That nah, he'll just uh he'll still have a mojito. That's what it'll be. He'll wake up and he'll order one. <laughs> Fair
1: enough.
0: That's where he'll wake up at from, actually, the uh the hotel with Chang. Now, we're getting just deep into Refutable uh, refutable Kill instead. Um, Go check out Refutable Kill if you want to hear us talk more about James Bond stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, But before we just go down that rabbit hole too much, let's talk about the TV stuff and round things out for this week's hot tags. Um, Monday Night Raw, we got uh, some setup of some different things that are going to play out next week and a little bit into day one. For instance, throughout the whole show, Kevin Owens was saying that he's going to be added... To the title match for day one and ended up being that Seth Rollins basically gave Adam Pearce the idea to do that so you know he played himself um, Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch are going to have their match next week for the championship I'm assuming there's some kind of bullshit and then that leads to an actual match at day one
1: nope I think they get it out of the way next week
0: what do they do for day one you think
1: whatever they want
0: you think they're gonna have enough time to set somebody else up?
1: They got a fucking month. They could set anybody up. I've seen them set up pay per views in two weeks.
0: Oh, properly set something up, <laughs> I should oh, say.
1: Oh, are we really concerned about proper setups? <laughs> I will say this: It looks like they're bringing the big guns to day one. Like it looks like, hey, we're gonna play the hits to start off the year, and I'm all right with that. Except for the Raw man event, that, which... Honestly, I don't know if Raw's ever been more of the B show than it is right
0: now. It certainly feels like it, that's for sure. Because we're going to get Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. And we'll talk more about that when we get to our predictions. Um, most of the other stuff that happened on Monday Night Raw... Pretty inconsequential. We talked that you know Edge and Miz are starting a thing. Maurice is back, so how it do seems you feel like
1: about that? I saw some people just like the Miz just rubs people the wrong way. I
0: don't know and, why the Miz is perfectly capable of having this kind of short feud with Edge. I see no reason why it's something to bitch about. I I
1: hypothesized that it, maybe Edge just has this, like maybe he wanted to give back to Miz when he was a full-time wrestler and he couldn't, so maybe he wants to do it.
0: Maybe, and there's also a chance that maybe he wanted to do the Kevin Owens thing, and the Kevin Owens thing was uh, vetoed, so then they were like, well, we got you, who else you want to work with?
1: So, that's that's my thing. When they say he's coming back, and I'm like, oh, I said he's coming back for the Rumble, if he's coming back for day one, he wants to work Kevin now. I'm surprised that they're not going straight to that.
0: And I think that that might be because they know that Kevin's leaving. So it's like he can lose and then they can continue the Big E versus Seth Rollins thing for another month.
1: But are you really going to tell me that, like, Owens wouldn't love putting Edge over?
0: No, but they probably think that's too high profile of a feud. Even though it oh, so sounds ridiculous, it. the WWE Championship.
1: the WWE title. Right, that, but like, I think
0: I think in their minds, that still doesn't matter as much, you know? That's weird. Yeah. We got uh, RK-Bro retaining the championship. We got uh, Damien Priest. I guess they gave up on the heel turn, because he has been full blade, uh, babyface for the past couple of weeks.
1: Well, he's got his inner Damien, they just haven't shown themselves
0: in a while well now it seems like it's more just he gets angrier so he just snaps like uh, Ken Shamrock
1: hey Ken Shamrock was in the zone
0: I don't know if Daniel Priest is in
1: the zone
0: the danger zone auto zone (laughs) the auto zone (laughs) Um, let's see we got some Austin Theory stuff Uh, we watched Red Notice So if you oh. want to check that out, you did the uh, fan tracks for that, go to and Anonymous on YouTube. That movie
1: is a lot of fun, first of all. That movie, I recommend you watch it. Take, take a little bit of time on your Saturday or Sunday and just pops the popcorn, where watch the damn movie. That's a lot of fun.
0: So the Austin Theory stuff has been playing out. Basically, Vince McMahon's just like, you gotta expect the unexpected, and he slapped him.
1: Well, first of all, you're skipping over the fact that Vince McMahon said, I hate when people ask me how I'm doing. It's phony crap. You want to know how I'm doing? I have an earache and I have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I, Honest to God, I believe that. Oh, that's, I, yeah, it's got to be true. He's got an earache and irritable bowel syndrome.
0: Among other things, I'm sure, too. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the NXT stuff we mostly all talked about when it came to our NXT War Games predictions. I don't think there's anything else we hadn't talked about that we should talk about. Uh, like Solo Sikoa, this babyface. Now he's uh he beat Idris and Ofe. Uh, yeah, nothing else, nothing uh going on in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about
1: NXT. <laughs> I will talk about it when, when War Games is done.
0: Yeah, because that that'll, be,
1: that'll be the first full show. I watched in a very long time.
0: I have not had a chance to watch dynamite yet, so I can't really talk about, you know, Brian Danielson against Alan angels. Or... So here's what
1: you need to know. MJF and CM Punk had another verbal sparring where MJF basically kept accusing him of wanting to sleep with Britt Baker. And I thought that was weird, but like, all right, odd, low hanging fruit, but okay. Uh, then they announced the Dynamite doesn't battle royal for next week. Cody uh, did a reverse suplex through fire, which is crazy just because fire is always really scary to see. And it was a great show, as Dynamites always are. Uh, but you didn't miss anything outside of that really fun main event with the fire finish. Hmm.
0: So basically, if I'm going to get a chance to check it out, check out the promo and check out the street fight.
1: I I, I wouldn't even say check out the promo. Hmm. I mean, cause it, it was really like not one of MJF's best, maybe one of the first that he just straight up whiffed because it felt like, ah, you're PG Punk, you're PG Punk, you're, you're kissing ass, you want to get in Britt Baker's pants. It was like, okay.
0: So then, uh, as far as just, eh, don't need to really watch it, NXT UK for this week was essentially Rampage Brown gets injured. That's basically what that was.
1: Such a rough break for that brand.
0: Yeah, that was pretty Oh, we did learn what Dive Down is. Yeah, now it's uh, the group that's uh, Taemon, Rohan Raja, and Charlie Dempsey, who's William Regal's kid. So that explains why they trademarked that term, because I was... Very confused why it was like, because, uh, you know, me reading it the way that it was, it was like, die family. What? <laughs> why is somebody going to call themselves die family? You got some family issues.
1: Really? The Bart. The like, just- <laughs> t- 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 It's like, <laughs> it's it's, German. it's for the Bart. The.
0: <laughs> well, Smackdown's the last thing for us to talk about then. Uh because Rampage is of Rampage. 205 is 205, you know. How
1: do you feel about Brock Lesnar? Let's just go right here. How do you feel about Brock Lesnar?
0: I uh, will be writing up an article next week that is why Brock Lesnar should not have the match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania.
1: I didn't ask you how you <laughs> felt about Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. But, I you how you felt about Brock Lesnar.
0: But this version of Brock Lesnar is fun.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's one of those things that I don't want to see it happen over and over and over again. But I am enjoying what we got. And I like the idea that he bullied Sami Zayn into having his title match already so he could just get it out of the way. I thought that was kind of fun. I I like that part of the night. I liked a couple of the other things, like, uh, you know, Xavier Woods and uh, Jey Uso had a match that led to a disqualification. And basically, they just announced, hey, it's going to be the New Day versus the Usos at day one. They always do a great jobs, So, you know, even though I've seen that a million Again, times, the match is going to be great.
1: Because we're playing the hits. It's that and it's Brock. Against Roman, which I'm fine with. Because, say what you want, the matches are good WWE made event style matches. Brock shouldn't fight Roman again after day one. But day one is fine. The I, I'm not sold that they won't throw him in the Rumble at number one and make him go through all the way. But we'll see.
0: But other stuff on SmackDown, not as great. Tony Storm literally just throwing a pie at Charlotte Flair. That's the best you could do is that they're feuding over me whether or not Does the pie. she look
1: like Scarlett? She gave me some major Scarlett vibes tonight.
0: Yeah, I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, I. She just was looking like Scarlett right huh. But why I, are I they feuding over pie?
0: I don't know, but it's really lackluster. I really don't like the idea that that's the best idea that they could think of was just, hey, you got a pie in the face. Meh. Oh, well, you're going to get a pie in the face now. That's, that's really the best you could do for the women's division on a, your second brand.
1: You know what? I'm going to rewind you a little bit to Monday Night Raw. Because I, I got a bone to pick. You know why? They did Team Becky versus Team Liv. As if Survivor Series wasn't two fucking weeks ago. They did a perfectly told, built five-on-five, my five against your five. You couldn't do that for fucking Survivor Series? That's how you book a Survivor Series match. Am I wrong? I mean...
0: They don't care, you know, <laughs> It's just I hate to like, I hate to cop out and say, I don't care because they don't care, but they get to the point where it's just sort of like, I don't even want to see Tony Storm versus Charlotte Flair anymore, you know, like, and that's a match that I had written down a couple of weeks ago as like, Hey, maybe that's going to be what they build to for WrestleMania. Now I'm like, uh, eh, who fucking cares? They throw pies at each other. Unless you're going to have, like, a pie versus pie match. And then I'm going to be curious, like, how they're going to pull that off or something. Then I really just don't care. And here's another thing that I don't care about at all. And I hate it admitting it because I like the people that are involved. But it's just another example of why should I give a shit? Los Lotharios beat the Viking Raiders because Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura inadvertently distract them. And what happens after the match? The Viking Raiders are like, hey, let's rock out.
1: <laughs> I, um, I like Los Tharios. You're not going to get me saying anything bad about them, but yeah, merge the brand. I'm I'm going to beat that drum. I don't care at this point if there's less spots, quote unquote, because you know what? They're not doing anything with the additional spots. So merge the fucking shows.
0: It really seems like they need to and it's not just a matter of like you don't have enough people to go around or whatever
1: because like look
0: here's they want it to be that way that's the thing they want everything to go back to the way that it was like you know 20 something years ago and when they didn't have the brand split it was so much easier for them to write the shows because they only needed to do two hours a week
1: and then they were fine you know look you've got (sighs) You've got Biggie Langston carrying the WWE championship. And I love Biggie. And don't anybody take this as a slight on Biggie. I can't tell you a fucking thing that he's done since winning the title. And he feels like a B champion. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to him. But I, I feel like people just don't care anymore because they they'd rather the accolade be there than
0: to do anything that's meaningful. Yeah, it's the uh, if you checked it off the list, it means more than if it's actually a good title reign kind of deal.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, I think that that's kind of how the way a lot of this is all going. It's like, um, well, we're giving you war games. Does it matter if it matters? No, because it's war games, that kind of deal. So I I don't hate... uh, I don't want to do that for the podcast and be like, well, we gave you the hot tags. It doesn't matter if we care about the topics, but it's kind of how I feel about an episode like today where some of these topics, I'm just like, yeah, there's like nothing on the TV shows that I feel is really all that much to get excited about. Even to be like that upset about, like I could bitch and complain about like the Tony storm throwing a pie thing, but ultimately I'm like, I just don't care anymore about that. And nobody should. Cause you know, you if you could talk to Tony Storm and if she could be off the record, she'd be like, yeah, this isn't what I wanted to be doing. She's better yeah. than that.
1: And I think she knows she's better than
0: that. Yeah, and Charlotte's better than that. And the writers are better than that. And WWE is better than that. But they just, they don't care. So, in the meantime... Uh, that is we'll, why you
1: had a speed run episode of the Hot
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more excitement when it comes to NXT War Games this Sunday. And as always, we are going to be doing the live coverage on smart.memo.com as well as the post show immediately following. So make sure that you are set up with your notification email alerts. So that way, you know, when we go live, it's going to be as soon as possible after the event. And I'm assuming of course, that that'll be ending around that like 10, 30, 11, something range. So it'll be sometime around then is when we start, but, um, yeah that's uh the game plan for then and then for next week the main event is currently mount rushmore of blank we haven't figured it out yet but maybe something else tells us to go in another direction or maybe we figure out what that mount Rushmore is going to be if you have any suggestions of what you would like to see us do drop them in the comments as well and um yeah make sure you are following everything that's happening here on smartcatmoment.com and fanboysanonymous.com and at tony mango all over the place for me and at dude felice over the place for rob
1: uh, that's right and while you're at dude felice please check me out on twitch i'll be streaming at some point on saturday by the time that this goes up so check stay tuned for that and i thank you and stay tuned for lots of other great content from fightful.com and fightful select and i'll see you guys next week
0: yeah we will see you next time everybody with uh well you're gonna you're gonna pop up on the uh, post show
1: oh wait that's right there's a show jesus christ yeah (laughs) that fast already didn't you i'll see you on sunday for war games
0: i was like wait a minute am i finding out right now that you're not doing the post show
1: (laughs) i i'd forgotten that the post show existed
0: (laughs) well don't you forget make sure you are subscribed and we will see you on sunday night or if you go back and you check out another episode you can you know listen to thousands and thousands of hours and we will you know retroactively see you when we already did the things If you didn't check out some of the past episodes we've had, for instance, like those, uh, the mock draft things, go ahead and check them out. They're really fun. But yeah, that'll do us in for the hot tags for episode number 522. Adios for now, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we are being counted
1: out.